Hey guys, what's up? I am Goddess, um, aka Nanda Bay. You know where you are. You just stepped into Candid Convos. And guess what, y'all? This is story time. So, sit back, relax, and listen to our voice as we take you into the land of what if. Don't go nowhere. Sit tight. What's up? What's happening, y'all? Um, it's the first story time in a long time. But here we go. We back like we never left. Because it's like riding a bike. Right? <laughs> <laughs> So you got me on the ones and twos. I am Goddess, aka Nanda Bay. Bessie's in the background. Say hey. What's goody? And uh, let's jump into it. So, once upon a time, there was a girl named Neek. And Neek got involved with some dude. Just call him Patch. <laughs> and Patch turned out to be an ain't shit nigga. <laughs> he won't shit around the board. Like, at all. And um, Patch had his own issues because he dealt with so many ain't shit bitches. Right? And thus we have the ending of a toxic relationship because uh, the shit that Patch went through to make him an ain't shit nigga fucking with somebody as real as me, you know, and he turned out to be ain't shit too. So, if you see the pattern... Boy meets girl. Girl breaks boy's heart. Boy turns to a fuck boy. Boy meets another girl. Girl does everything right. And he then breaks her heart being a fuck nigga. And then girl meets boy. And girl's like, fuck all this this fuck nigga shit. I'm gonna be a fuck bitch. And fuck with somebody else. Whose heart isn't that tainted yet, but because she was so horrible to him, now he's turned to an ain't shit guy. Y'all see the pattern here? How do we stop the madness? Because it's, listen, it's equal opportunity. Anybody can get it. I Equal opportunity. There are niggas out here that ain't shit, and there are bitches out here that ain't shit. So before we start saying, but she did this and he did that, let's just take a moment to acknowledge that both sexes ain't shit. (laughs) (laughs) Ding, 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 ding. (sighs) Let's talk about why. Dominique? Man. (laughs) I feel 
and this is solely my opinion based off of the things that I've been through. We're going to go with the term accountability. And I've been saying this since the beginning of the new year. Probably a little bit before that. A little bit before. Because of, you know, my own um, accountability measures that I had to take in my healing process. I mean, I have a, a few healing processes specified for different things. But this one in particular is having to do with my relationship. Because at some point in, you know, my dating life, I've been toxic too. Hold on. We whine. Listen. Listen. <laughs> the reason why I want to pause you right here is because people often think that toxicity is one-sided. He was so toxic to me. He was so toxic to me. Well, what were you doing that was toxic? Thing is... Both people can be toxic. And the best thing is to be able to reflect not only on what a person did to you, but what you did to that person or as that person in that person's life. So, continue. Yeah, so, um, like I said, like I said, um, I had to reevaluate myself. Because there were some traits, some characteristics, if you will, since everybody's so fucking word of, tired of the word toxic. Mm. Toxic is toxic. Mm. It don't matter what it is. If you toxic, you toxic, period. Anyways. Um, period. I had to do that first before I can really, you know, start digging into the men or the boys. Mm. Because they had that mentality. They didn't have a man mentality and i'm not a man so i can't really 100 percent what a you know a man mentality is but what i think it should or could be or whatever potential potential and um yeah once i started narrowing down that then i started making moves changes if you will evaluations of the way that I deal with men or the way that I let men deal with me. Mm-hmm. Because you can easily get comfortable in a situation while you're still uncomfortable with this person that's making you comfortable with yes. whatever you're comfortable with if you follow me. Yes. So, again, <clears throat> you have to take accountability for your own actions. The things that you do, the things that you don't do, the things that you say, the things that you don't say. Communication ain't necessarily key, the number one key anymore. Talk about it. Talk about it. Understanding then bumped up to, to number one. Woo! Because in order for you to communicate properly, you gotta you, you gotta to talk, understand. you gotta communicate, you gotta understand. First, you got to understand what this person is com- where this person is coming from. Mm-hmm. And that goes that goes for talking and what's the how, how do you put it? Give me a minute. It's in my head. <laughs> Some people do too much of that listening to respond. To respond or listening to talk. And that's why I said where the understanding comes in. 
and the communication comes in. You got to sit there and listen to what this person has to say. And if it's if something they said kind of triggered you, whether it's positive or negative, get a notepad. Use you got smartphones, pull up your notepad on your smartphone. Note it and and then you come back for, you know, you come back to it when it's your turn to talk. Yes. But most people <clears throat> like to just talk at each other. Like you'll be having a full blown conversation and then boom. That's not what I said. But you're not listening to me. And then the person will be quiet and next thing you know, as soon as this person start trying to explain why they feel a certain type of way, somebody else jump in. You're not listening to understand, you're listening to talk, to hear yourself talk so you can get your two cents off. Yeah. Therefore causes another fucking issue. Yes. So you see where accountability plays its part? It's subcategories to that too. Accountability is one. It's just like a grieving, the grieving, the, the five sets of grief. Yeah. You have to acknowledge the problem, the situation, the person. Then you have to um make it easier. Talk about it in a way that you would talk about solving a scientific problem. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of people that hate science. Well, okay. we're going to do science because it's easily you can easily understand it when it's broken down. So, All right. first, identify the problem. Exactly. Okay? Gather your information. Research. Okay? Um, as you know, everyone knows that there's side A, side B, right? Variables. Like his side and her side, right? And then you also got Side C, the objective. Mm-hmm. And then you also have um, a hypothesis of how things may work out after you've looked at it from from side C. A theory, if you will. And this is where you put that theory to work. You sit here and say, hey, if A plus B equals C... Then let's try it and see what the results are. Experiment. Mm-hmm. And observation. Because <clears throat> while you're experimenting, you need you to observe be, You need to be paying attention. You got to pick apart those variables. You yes. got to work with those variables. And you got to find that solution that's going to work for both of y'all. Yes. <laughs> Which leads to the whole analytical portion. Because, yeah, you're going you gonna to analyze. You're going to observe. Yep. And you're gonna um, what's the other damn word? You get it. <laughs> you know you're gonna go through all that the whole process before you can get to your results mm-hmm. or the solution to your problem. And you can't rush results. Listen, some people think just because they put in like maybe two days or three days of change, or maybe they put in maybe two months of change and then they revert it back ever so often that they're supposed to see some results results work over time the whole point is not to see results it is to solve the problem it's not about what you can get from this person and what this person can get from you it is resolving the problem and there's problems out there that still ain't been resolved yet time you gotta put in that work you can't it's, you can't look at a problem and just be like, hey, fix it. It's not, it don't work like that. And science, uh, it's, just a, it's a formula. You have to input the variables into the problem, work through the problem before you can get the solution. And sometimes 
a problem. If you all know too well with fucking equations and shit, sometimes that shit is not solvable. Mm. You can't solve it. It's inconclusive. And sometimes, if it's like that, you just got to know that. You got to leave it where it is. You can't do nothing with it. Boom. Schooling for your ass. <laughs> there you go, kids. Your scientific method. method. <laughs> oh, gosh. But, uh, yes. So, relating this back to being ain't shit. So, let's see. Let's say little Tommy came from a loving home. Okay? His, his dad showed him how he needs to be as far as a man or who um or how a husband is to his wife so he knows how to love correctly okay let's say tommy goes to high school and he meets ashanti okay ashanti came from a broken home she has no father so she's missing that father-daughter bond and she's missing that um you know, she's missing a point where she can see how healthy love can be because her mom hasn't had very good relationships either. So she gets involved with Tommy. And Tommy loves her to death. And she's like, oh, well, because my mom showed me that men ain't shit. I'm going to just get what I get from you. And and it's going to be a day. It's a wrap. Okay? At this point... Tom needs to see that she is no good for him. Mm-hmm. Tom needs to see that as much as he loves her, she he, she cannot love him correctly because she wasn't shown how to love. At this point, Tommy has two decisions to make. Either A, he wants to stick with her and show her, you know, how it means to be loved for real, or he needs to walk away. And the reason why I say that is because some people tend to think that they can love someone into loving them. Hello, that's me. Me too. <laughs> but you can't. Let me say that again. You can't. You cannot love anybody into loving you. You cannot create something that is not there. And sometimes we'll try. And some maybe sometimes it's, it looks like we succeed, but we really don't. Another stumbling block. So then Tommy needs to sit here and figure out what's going to work for him. Should he figure out if he can love her and show her how what how, you know how he needs to be loved, or just say nah, I'm gonna walk away. Because she doesn't know how to love me. And if you stick, Tommy, if you stick by Ashanti, just know that you can love her all you want, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to go your way. Mm-hmm. And a lot of us don't necessarily see that. We We... Blind ourselves to that possibility. It is a possibility that this person may fall in love with you because of who you are to them. But it's also a possibility 
that this person may never love you that way because this person just doesn't have that in them. Or you're just not the person for them. That's another hard pill to swallow. Yeah, boy. Listen, time don't mean nothing. You don't. Just because you was with this person for X amount of years or whatever, it doesn't mean that, you know, that person is for you. Because you could meet, you could have been with somebody for seven years and meet somebody in two months and they do all the things that this person, that you was trying to get the other person to do. And they do it so effortlessly. Mm-hmm. Without a problem. Without a hitch. We become anxious individuals because we take what everybody else do to us and then we do it to other people. That's where the ain't shit comes from. Yep. And that's why it's spreading. That's why it's no accountability in relationships. That's why it's no, you know, desire to commit in relationships. The love may be there, but love can be tainted too. Speak on that. Love somebody till you blew in the face. That don't mean that they gonna love you back with the same token. Mm-mm. Or they may love you and they just don't know how to love you, because love is not and love is not interchangeable and love is not one size fits all. You can't love you can't love your first love the way that you love your wife. You can't love um, your second wife the way that you love your third. Because everybody requires something different. Love languages. Love language. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, that's a whole other topic. (laughs) (laughs) But just know that different people require different things and nothing is one size fit all. Okay? It's not. As much and as easy as we think that may be, it's just not what it is, and you got to deal with what is. You have to love everyone differently. You can't come out here and do the same things that you did with your ex-girlfriend. And God forbid you try to do that, and a person you knew you're with knows your ex-girlfriend, and so they know all the shit that you was doing with them, and now you're trying to do it, you know, you're trying to do it with the current girlfriend. And she peeped that. That's not good, guys. <laughs> A lot of y'all guys like to recycle nicknames and and affection and all sorts of stuff, trying to sit here and remake memories or edit your old memories with the new person in your life. Like, there's there's no way. You cannot do that because this person does not require what the last person required. Facts. Trust me, I've done it. I'm a female. What? Yeah, I've done it. I tried to recreate shit. Woo. Toxic, remember? Woo. Accountability, again. When you know better, you do better. Damn, Busky. <laughs> <laughs> That's why my shit ain't work out like I wanted it to. Because I wasn't really looking into my issues that stemmed from my relationships. I was plaguing it 
on other men mm. while having a block up and giving too much of myself. So I had a whole conundrum of issues mm. going on. Why shit just kept spiraling and then it looked like it, it may work, but it never did. Mm. So couldn't put the blame on the niggas all the time. Sometimes it's you bitches too. <laughs> well, I've never been one for recycling anything because my ass, I, I like different shit. <laughs> I'm a very eclectic person, you know, so what one person may get when he have me, it's not what another person will get, like at all. <laughs> Also, different people bring out different things as well. That's true. So, where you might be dealing with one guy, as as a female, you might be dealing with one guy that makes you feel safe and secure and you don't mind being submissive to. There may be another guy that, you know, still makes you feel safe and, safe and secure, but you feel like you need to be more of an alpha. Yeah. And that's too. Or there are times where um, certain people will bring certain emotions out of you or whatever, and then certain people don't, mm-hmm. you know? So, yes, guys, women, love is not one size fit all. You cannot sit here and try to make something work with memories of your ex, you know, trying to serve the purposes of your current, like, it does not work that way. It will never work, just to let you know. You have to figure out what this person needs. And you have to you have to be honest with yourself if you can even give that person what they need. Exactly. Because a lot of us be asking for shit that we can't give in return. <laughs> like loyalty? <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Be one, listen, y'all y'all want a woman to be so stuck on you, only thinking about you, only wanting you, not flirting with nobody else, but you fucking the whole town. Oh. Can't get it like that. And a lot of you men, you really wouldn't know. How to conduct yourself if you if you knew your woman was doing you the way you did her. Well, that's facts. Around the board. Can't handle that type of hurt. I mean, I know men hurt differently when they find out that, you know, they're being done dirty. And I'm talking about the ones that actually do right. That actually... Take it upon themselves to figure out what they're doing wrong and changing and actually want, you know, to do, you know, better as a man and regarding, you know, pursuing a woman. But for the ones that don't, is the they be the same ones that get all uptight mm. when a woman go and pull up, you know, pull a you on you. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, fuck that bitch. Oh, that bitch ain't shit. She won all that anyway. You wasn't saying that two days ago when she was over your crib and cooking your breakfast and, and detailing your car. Mm. Whatever the hell you wanted her to do. Mm. You know, 
playing the whole husband and wife roles without the ring without the ring type shit mm -hmm. if that all it that all works mm-hmm honey honey so it's a plethora of shit hmm. things that can go wrong in that scenario if you don't do right now here's where it starts to connect mm -hmm. so Tommy's decided to stay with Ashanti, knowing that she can't reciprocate the love that he's been showing for her. Mm-hmm. So, she starts fucking with his mind. She starts fucking with his heart. She fucking anybody she can fuck. She uh, doing a whole lot of things to him that he honestly don't deserve. Okay. So Tommy breaks up with her. But here's what else Tommy does. Tommy's hurt. Tommy's looking for somebody that can ease his pain. Mm -hmm. So Tommy starts looking out for women and women starts looking out for him and Bam, he's in a whole other relationship and he has not healed from that last relationship. Or situation shit, which is even worse than a full relationship. Whew. So, thus, Tommy feeling the way he felt about his ex, he's not really sure on if he really wants to be in a relationship. But he knows that he wants to deal with this other woman. A situation. So, he basically strings her along. Tells her what she wants to hear or whatever. And when she's around, you know, it's it's the two of them. And she goes home and she knows no different. But when she goes home, it's him and whomever. Tommy winds up being a fuckboy. Ladies and gentlemen, do we know why Tommy is a fuckboy? Anybody. Anybody. <laughs> Tommy is a fuckboy because instead of healing from his hurt, he was looking for someone to fix it. And we all know that when dealing with your hurt from a prior relationship, no one else can fix that. Nobody. That's a hole in your heart that you're going to have to patch. And until you patch that hole in your heart, just think of your heart like a cup with no bottom. So you can be starting to pour in whatever you think is going to comfort you, but you can't hold it because there's no bottom to that cup. So that cup is forever empty, which means you'll be forever searching. Bottomless emotions. Treating women like they're property, objects, things, you know, just so you can feel a little something for the moment. And uh, this isn't just for men, because mm -hmm. women do this shit too. You just thought y'all was unscathed? No, ma'am. Because there wouldn't be no women if, 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 
Tommy was on that fuck shit, and he was trying to find women to be on that fuck shit with, he wouldn't be on no fuck shit if you women weren't being such thoughts. Meaning, there are some women out there that don't mind being the flavor of the month. Because you got your own flavors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this nigga don't know it, but he's on rotation with your guys. But then, there are also you women, like myself, who think that they can heal other guys. Uh, Fix them, if you will. I'm in agreement to that. <laughs> We are not fixer-uppers, but this is what we we look for. This is what we do. And then we get mad when they finally tap into some love and they don't show it to you. Instead, they show it to someone else. Yeah, I know it feels like the biggest slap in the fucking face. It really is. But there is some positive to that. Because, I'm going to tell you why. I do it. A lot. And that's because I am a healer. That's going to go over some of y'all head. But the ones that understand, you understand. I'm very empathetic. I am a healer. I'm tapping into it daily. Mm -hmm. And when I do it, when it comes to men, I do it unintentionally sometimes. And... It backfires almost every fucking time. Almost. Well, every fucking time. (laughs) Every time I've tried to heal a man. This will give him a little push in the right direction. Gone. Nigga disappeared. Ghosted. Gone. Oh, all of a sudden his mind changed. Or all of a sudden the consistency becomes inconsistent. And it's just like, what the fuck did I do now? Mm-hmm. Damn it. Damn if I do, damn if I don't. You gave too much. You tried to fix a nigga that don't want to be fixed yet because he don't want to deal with his own shit yet. He wants you to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Same for women that's dealing with women. Or men that's dealing with men. Mm-hmm. Vice versa. You just can't do it. You can All you can do is, you know, try your best to be there. Be that person that you... Um, be that per just be you. Do what you can, plant a seed, and hopefully the motherfucker will realize it and water it himself or water it herself because you can't water the plant, you can't water somebody else's plants, Mm-mm. especially if they didn't ask you to. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, tread lightly with that trying to heal and fix people because they ain't ready, you just wasting your fucking time. I honestly feel like if a person wanted to be fixed, then the groundwork would be done by themselves. Exactly. You know, and a lot of people, they look at things like that as uh, a band-aid, if you will. So if I sit here and say, I really don't like how you do this, and I really don't like how you do that. I really don't like friendly individuals. You can't help it. You are friendly. That's who you are. Right. You know, but instead of just saying, you know what, that's just who I am, you're going to sit here and patch that over or whatever. 
just to keep this person. Like, some things do have to be changed in a person. Yeah. When, especially if you're trying to couple yourself up with someone else. But some things you just got to understand are a part of that person. So if I know I don't like friendly niggas and he's a friendly nigga, and that's just how he is, then I don't need to be with him. It is not my job to come in his life and change him. Okay? Like, I have to accept that this is the type of person he is. Now, how far he carries it, that's on him. If he carries it to the point where he's being way too fucking friendly, then I know what I need to do. Because I've already told you I'm not comfortable with it, but I'm not going to change you. Right. When you take the shit too far, then I got to go. People are not realizing their worth. They're taking on their partner's issues as their own, and they're coming out of that situation all covered in mud and gunk and dirt. And instead of cleaning yourself off from the muck, you go into somebody else's life and they clean it off for you. How's that fair? Only for you to realize, hey, I'm clean. I could go do what I want to do now. <laughs> Actually, you're really not that clean. You're just surface level clean. Yeah. But that's that's what happens. This is the this is the the pattern that generates ancient people, and it's mostly the people who have big hearts and who who don't mind giving, who does you know love easy and love hard. They be like, you know what? Fuck all that. Love is shit, and I'm just gonna fuck niggas get money, fuck bitches get money. I've never been that type of person. But there are people out there like that. I don't I don't live by that model. I may have said it when I got mad. Like, fuck these niggas. I don't give a fuck. In our actuality, I really do give a fuck. Because <laughs> you're sensitive. Uh, it, <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, I love to be in touch with my feelings. I love love. Love is a beautiful thing. hate love. I hate feelings. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> I hate feelings. I hate them. Ugh. They make... Me puke. She hears it a lot. She does. Oh my god. I saw her falling for a nigga and it's like, oh, I don't want it. I didn't ask for this. I don't want this. What do you want me to do? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I hate feelings. I will be the first to admit that. First sign of love. First time of, first sign of love and first sign of feelings. I will literally try to run the fuck away. So, PSA to all the guys that I've dated, just know that if I had real feelings for you, I only stuck around because Bestie told me not to run the fuck away from love. And that's just being real. That's just being real. And letting y'all know that <laughs> it wouldn't even have gotten that far. <laughs> Work in progress. Yeah, Work in progress. Yeah. Not even. Nope. Nope. And I'm the complete opposite. I run to it. 
But I'm so used to the fuckboy bullshit that when it actually comes and I recognize it, that shit scares the fuck out of me. And I'm not saying that I'm scared of love. I'm not scared of love. Don't give me, I love love. I will love you till you're blue in the face. I'm scared of being hurt by the person I'm trying to love. Mm. And when they start to love me, and I start to see how good it is, and I'll just be like, bro, wait a minute. I'm not ready. I don't know. This is too fucking good to be true. Like, where's the other shit? Like, I know goddamn well it's something in there that, that's, that, that's gonna make you fuck up. It's like, I, I expect it. I expect the fuck up. Mm. Because that is what life has taught you. Yeah. That's what these niggas taught you. You know? Prepare, you know, hope for the best and prepare, prepare for, for the, the worst. worst. That's the motto I've always lived by because of the shit I've been dealt with in my life. I always got hope, but I'm always expecting the, the, the shit to follow, the despair and everything to follow. She a good one because I don't ever have hope. <laughs> Keep hope alive! <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't have hope because I've dated and I've loved. And I've loved hard. And I've never, not once, have been met with the same intensity. Bingo. You know, everyone who loves me has a problem with being with just me. Whew. So I'm, a, I'm to the point where, I mean, if I fuck with you, I fuck with you. I just know that, you know... You're not mine. So I don't hope for anything. Only thing I hope for is that when you leave, it doesn't scar. Because eventually you're going to leave. And that is my thought process while being with someone. Sad, but that's what it is. This is what's been taught to me. And that is my toxic trait. I expect the absolute worst. And I don't hope for anything. Because I say hope breeds eternal misery. Is that what I'm living? Eternal misery? (laughs) (laughs) Shit! (laughs) Man, that's just how I feel. I just feel like whenever you hope for something, it's like you're building yourself up for failure each and every time. And I just, I can't do that to myself. It may be different for you. I don't know. (laughs) It is. But that's, there goes that, that expectation. I have a problem with expectation because I expect a lot more from people than what they expect from me. And when I don't get it reciprocated, that's where the whole, well, fuck. (laughs) I knew it was something. Here's the worst of it. I'm prepared for it. Yeah, I'm salty boots about it because I probably could have prevented it. Mm. But... It is what it is, and there's and there's the self sabotage, and there, my friends, is my toxic trait. Mm. 
That's one of them. I do that too. I self-sabotage like a mug. With the quickness. And really do. I find any reason, any reason at all to leave it alone. It could be something small as he ain't called me back when he said he was going to call me back. Bruh. shit. He said he was going to call me back and he never called me back so I'm going to leave him alone. She's like, but Booski. <laughs> like, no. No, this means that I don't have his attention and someone else has his attention and no, that's just what it is so I'm going to fucking leave him alone. Yep, that's me. <laughs> that's definitely me. See, me, I keep crying. I'm like, this motherfucker going to answer me. I know you got my messages. Facebook told on you. I know you've seen it. Exactly. Your little icon came down. So yeah. I know you've seen it. <laughs> I got my read receipts too on my Android. Yep. I know when you read my fucking message. Uh-oh. This sounds personal. Oh, it's personal. <laughs> Don't be liking my shit on Facebook. Oh, boy. And Instagram or whatever else. Oh, but you can't read that message and answer it? You can't even acknowledge? That's my issue with you niggas. Mm. Y'all don't want to acknowledge shit. Some mm. of you bitches too, but I ain't dating bitches. I'm talking about you niggas. Mm. You don't want to acknowledge shit. Oh, I'm too busy. Man. Ain't nobody that damn busy. Busiest motherfucker on this earth still ain't that motherfucking busy. They still find time. To respond to whatever they got to respond to. Ain't nobody that damn busy. Unless you got one of them jobs where you in a fucking... Like you a, a surgeon or something where you cannot be bothered. You can still send the fucking text messages. They'll get them after they done with their surgery. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the thing. You get the message. Acknowledge it. Like I said, there are exceptions. But you still gotta pick your phone back up when you're done doing what you gotta do or what you've been doing listen i'll be the first one to sit here and say hey i got your message i really don't feel like talking i'll hit you back later right yo i I will do that with a quickness because sometimes i do like to you know um i heard that it's not right to do it but sometimes i do isolate myself yeah but in honesty, I feel like I need that sometimes. Yeah. That's where a lot of your self-evaluation comes from. Yeah. Part of your healing, you're dealing with shit that you need to really deal with. I don't Definitely. mind being alone. I don't either. I used to hate it. I used to fear that shit. That's legit. It was a legit fear of mine. I, I feared to be alone. Now sometimes I just get lonely. You know, it's human. Yeah, I get lonely. But me fearing being alone... Nah, bruh. I enjoy my solitude. This whole break we had, I'm loving this shit. I don't want to go back to work. <laughs> Dealing with people. I, I didn't get so comfortable with being with myself. I don't want to deal with nobody. Unless it's certain people that I deal with. Like Bestie. Like and, me. And other people that I'm not naming right now because y'all nosy. But, <laughs> um, yeah. You got to do that too. That's where the accountability comes back in. You got to be accountable for yourself, man. 
You can't have everybody else hold you accountable. Thus, there are some people that you may have your accountability partner, if you will. You know, that person to keep you on track. But as far as that, you got to take care of you. So you won't continue to be ain't shit. She's my accountability partner. So all my little um, scuddy ideas that I may have from time to time. <laughs> oh, the pettiness. <laughs> she was like, you know what? You know that's not you. Don't do that. <laughs> and she is mine. Because <laughs> I didn't do some petty shit. Uh, listen, we, we're not going down that road, okay? <laughs> Just don't. <laughs> Oh, my motherfuckers is feeling it now for being petty. But you know what? It's okay. <laughs> yes, yes. There's there's a cap to the pettiness. And, um, yeah, and sometimes you need people to keep you in line with who you are so you don't, you know, fall victim to what everybody likes to say that you are. Because, listen, somebody once told me, opinions are like assholes, and everybody's got one. Mm-hmm. Okay. But first and foremost, your accountability must come from you. If you hurt somebody and you know you hurt somebody, then take accountability for that shit. I don't have to apologize. Fine. And don't just apologize because they're mad at you. Apologize because you know you, you did some fucked up shit. Yeah, you know you fucked up. <laughs> we don't like empty uh, apologies. And how you know they're empty is if you apologize and you go do the, the same shit again. Exactly. That's what like. So your apology didn't mean shit. No and void. Try again. And by that time, a motherfucker probably ain't gonna accept your apology. Or they're gonna look at it like, bruh, you didn't apologize to me 50 million times. For this one thing. If you're not gonna make the change, then the fuck I'm gonna forgive you for. Or accept your apology for. Until you make these changes... I don't accept your apology. Until you do right by me. (laughs) 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 Basically. Basically. Oh, God. Yo. (laughs) Everything you even think about is going to fail. I mean, they was right, though. The color purple... They were right. Mm. Some of the stuff that they said in that movie is happening now. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I I know a lot of you niggas and a lot of you females, y'all are like major Salt Bay right now. Mm -hmm. I know y'all are. Salt Bay and Hurt Bay. Because you did someone so fucking dirty. And at the time where you should have been proving your loyalty... To that person or proving your love to that person and continuing to show that person that they can depend on you and love you safely without feeling like their position with you is temporary. They're not fucking with you as heavy as they used to. Hmm. They're not talking to you the way they used to. Word. They're not dealing with you the way they used to. You know, and, and you feeling it this time. Because you weren't able to sit here and band-aid it over with a sad, a sad-ass apology. Sometimes y'all niggas and y'all bitches gotta understand that that one straw that breaks the camel's back 
it's broken. That's it. You shouldn't have to subject your loved one to so much shit or keep doing the same shit to them that you know you've been doing. So a lot of y'all are hurt bay right now because motherfucker wised up and was like, I ain't fucking with you like that. You can't be trusted. I don't have your loyalty. You don't love me because if you love me, then you know the correct way to love me. And I've been showing you how many, how many times I've been showing you. I've been showing you for as long as we've been dating. You still don't know how to love me. That's a choice. That is a choice. Is it possible to make the wrong choice? Yes, but it's still your choice, and that's the choice you made. And there are no go-backs, no do-overs, no restarts. The choice is made. Mm-hmm. Damage is done. You just got to deal with it. Deal with it and not have a new partner deal with it because that's not fair to them. Exactly. Some of y'all niggas need to be alone. Y'all use women as a way to get over whatever you're getting over. And that's not right. And, and, and stop blaming you know what I'm gonna take it there uh-oh stop blaming your parents your daddy for one whether he was in your life or not stop saying this oh I'm just my father's son bullshit uh-oh because we all have certain traits of our parents that we are not too happy that we have got. Woo. But if we keep using that as an excuse, then shit is not going to change within ourselves. And I'm saying this because I had one dude in particular that I was fucking with Woo. that will always tell me that I'm just my father's son. I'm just this. I'm just... I don't give a fuck <laughs> who your daddy is. You are a grown-ass man. Just like I'm a grown-ass woman. Capable of making your own grown-ass decisions. Exactly. So stop feeding me that bullshit. You could, and of course, I kept, you know, taking it and taking it back. But there was a whole potential of it all. And that, that again, backfired. So <laughs> just stop with that bullshit. Because the shit is annoying. Now that I see it, now that I... That I I reevaluate and I look back at that. I'm just like, what fuckery mm. I put up with? The debauchery. Debauchery. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, that word, that word has a couple, di- couple, couple different meanings. But the one I'm referring to, is, yeah, is mm. negative. So, mm. <laughs> Just, just straight, just straight bullshit. Utter bullshit. Utter bullshit. Shit of the bull. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it may say it may sound like I'm angry. I'm not angry. I'm just passionate about this because I realized how fucking stupid I was back in the day. Mm. And back in the day, ain't too long ago. Oh boy, we getting real. 
We getting real, really real. Yeah. So you, you, you guys. I'm gonna stop trying to call y'all niggas, cause I mean, some of y'all ain't acting like niggas. But <laughs> you, you guys, you dudes, you, you, you know, boys that's trying to grow into men. Y'all gotta step the fuck up, man. Oh. Forgive yourself. That's another thing. You gotta forgive yourself, man. I think it's deeper than that. It, I think, it, I think pretty sure gotta, it is. I think they need to forgive their parents. Forgive and trust me, I, I, who child? Oh. <laughs> I forgiven my mom, and it didn't take me that long to really forgive her. Because now, as a woman, I I don't have kids yet, but I I I somewhat understand why. Don't make it. Don't make it right. Don't mean it was fucked up. It wasn't fucked up because it was fucked up. But I was able to forgive her, and she acknowledged a lot of the stuff, and I can't hold that over her head no more. The parents that choose to acknowledge, anyway. Yeah, the parents are choosing now because there's the other person. Mm. Damn, person. Yeah, person, because we we just not going there. Right. Never going to take accountability for the fucked up shit that he's done or has not done. Is and reason why I say the shit that he has not done is fucked up because it's fucked up. Because you made the choice. You made the choice to stay a fucked up person to me. So, therefore, you don't exist. Mm. Yeah, I forgive you. I forget. I forgave this person. Don't mean you want them in your life. But I ain't got shit to do with them. Don't need them. So, forgiving yourself and forgiving the people that have hurt you, it's hard. That's probably one of the hardest things you ever got to do mm-hmm. when dealing with pain, especially if they're not asking for it. They're not, they're not telling, they're not being upfront with the things that they've done and the things that they failed to do, and they're not asking for your forgiveness. You got to find it in yourself to mm-hmm. sit here and forgive people. That's not even going to say sorry. It's not even worthiness worthy of your forgiveness for real. If we want to be honest. Mm. That motherfucker didn't deserve any ounce of forgiveness from me. But in order for me to heal and not backslide to that place anymore, I got to forgive this motherfucker. Mm. For me. Mm. Not for him. Not for anybody else that's supporting him or protecting him. That's for me, my nigga. Mm-hmm. What, so, you, so what you your grandmas th- and them are saying? What is for you? It's for you. What's meant for you is for you. Some like you know the, the church stuff. You know what God has for me. It is for me. Yeah, that. It's true. Can't nobody take that from you. Only you can take that from you. By not allowing yourself to heal and not allowing yourself to take accountability for your own actions. You're carrying on your parents' mistake, and then you know putting the blame on them. I understand. You mm-hmm. see some things that shape you or that make you who you are. But then you grow up and you go out here and you do these things. And you see what type of hurt you are putting on other people. Mm-hmm. It is in your choice to either continue to be this fucked up individual 
or sit here and say, I don't want to do what my dad did. I don't want to do what my mom did. I don't want to have non-lasting relationships like my parents had. And that's your choice. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't seem to think it is, but you consciously made a decision to be a fuckboy or to be a fuckgirl. You know what you're doing. Right. It's not like you don't. It's not like you're freaking hypnotized into fucking with so many different girls and cheating on your, your main girl so many different times and apologizing every time and trying to get her back while you're doing the same thing over and over again. You make that decision. That was clearly your choice. Some of you niggas need to realize that. Yeah, your daddy did what your daddy did, but your daddy didn't tell you to come out here and do the same thing. And you too grown. You too grown to be doing or repeating the same shit that you saw. Bestow the same hurt on people that your mother felt. So, yeah, I I have to agree. Y'all need to step up, grow up, make your own path, and take accountability for the path that you that you took. Cause if you're not, you're gonna continue to be ain't shit. And I, and I know that's a life that y'all don't want to live. And and I'm gonna say this too, because I'm not gonna make an excuse for it. But it's people out here that do have mental health issues that and and some of the the triggers or the symptoms or what have you um play a part into how people you know maneuver through their relationships mm-hmm. and if you're that person, don't be afraid to ask for help, get the fucking help that you need because mm-hmm. that's another stigma in our community. That, you know, plays a part of why we ain't shit. <laughs> we don't ask for help. We too prideful to ask for help. If you need help, fucking get the help. And if that person is not helping you, go to somebody else that will help you. It's not... It's, it, nobody wants to go to counseling. Nobody want to go sit and talk to somebody else and pay them money to talk about their fucking problems. Don't nobody want to do that. But we got to do it. If that's if that's what's gonna help us, you know, become better people and push us toward taking more accountability for our actions and the things that we do in our life, then do it. They got online things, they got self help books, they got CDs, DVDs, all that. But none of that shit is gonna work if you don't want or desire to help yourself. And this isn't for your partner. This isn't for your your mom, your dad, it's it's for you. Don't do it for anyone else but you. I don't think two two months or two days is gonna help. No. Literally. It's probably gonna take at least six months to a year to really see any progress. Any progress. Cause you gotta unpack the luggage that you packed. 
dig through all that shit, get rid of some shit, keep the good shit, toss the bad shit, the neutral shit, just store safely somewhere until you want to deal with it. But you gotta you gotta unpack that that, that bullshit hmm. and deal with it so you can buy a whole new set of luggage, but for positive shit. You know, your good bags, not the bad bags. You want to get rid of the bad bags, get some new bags, some good bags. Hmm. So those good bags will take you places. Take you out of the ain't shit category. Yes. To you the shit. Yes. Bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I mean, you can't. What you just heard was a message from me. I am Goddess and Bessie Dominique McElroy. Um, and we met every word of that shit. <laughs> um, listen, I hope while y'all are putting together puzzles, playing the games, and teaching yourself new skills that you are also, um, nourishing your 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 emotions nourishing your your body and nourishing your mind and do not neglect your soul um so drink your water eat your fruits and veggies and be moisturized all right people thanks for listening